Hello and welcome to Worth in Progress. I'm Maria Grandi, personal power speaker and coach, and I'll be helping you get through the very real and raw process of personal development. Self-awareness is not always pleasant, so it's my intention to teach you to recognize your triggers, give you tools to guide you, and I'll share my personal stories of my own journey to find self-worth. Thank you so much for being here, and I always welcome your input. This is episode 18, How to Be Present in the Moment. This is a short and sweet episode where I discuss what it means to be present, or as people say, what it means to be in the moment. How do we actually slow down ourselves enough to just be? And I'm going to give you some tips on how to start being present. I also have a really exciting announcement. I'm giving away an eight-week mentoring course, and it's called The Lotus Project. I'm going to give details at the end of this podcast, so be sure to listen to that. I can't even tell you how long it took me to grasp the concept of being present. I would say, yes, yes, I know. I'm grateful for my family. Yeah, yeah. Glad I have them. (laughs) But I still need to think about what I have to do. Again, we're conditioned to be worried, right? So I still have to be worried about my family or anything else that comes along, bills, whatever it is. So it's going to be challenging to be in the moment. A lot of times we say, I don't have time for that. And that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. So here's what it actually means. It means we are aware and mindful of what's happening in this moment. We aren't distracted by the past or worries of the future, but we're centered in the here and now. It probably still doesn't make sense to you even explain like that. And that's due to our conditioning. We believe we have to be worried. We believe we need to think of the past and what happened and how it affected who we are today. And that's exactly what it's like to not be present. The conditioned patterns that we learn keep us in that fight or flight response. Your mind is pulled in the past or the future, so it's nearly impossible to be present. So we all become a victim of our time. And we all know time is an illusion, right? Your thoughts of the past, you know, what could I have been, regret, your own perceptions of what happened versus what actually took place, or considering the future, the dangers of what could potentially happen, which almost never happens. I talk about this with my family all the time. They actually get really upset with me when I try to get them to stop worrying. It's hard to explain to someone who hasn't unlearned the behavior that they were taught. It's so frustrating for me to listen to them go on and on about their fears and what their ego's telling them that's going to happen. We make ourselves so powerless and it's imperative that we understand that all of our power is in the present moment. We don't have any power in the past. It's it's just not there or the future. Does worrying about paying your mortgage actually enable you to pay it? No. So do what you can in the present and that's all the power that you have. Our lives become dictated by the thoughts and emotions attached to past and potential future events. So what can we do to get ourselves back into the moment? Some of us don't want to be there. Some of us are so convinced that we need to be worrying or so convinced that the past Define us. This is about letting go of the illusion that the past exists or that the future exists. It doesn't. Only the present moment exists. And so ask yourself, what am I using this present moment to do? Here's an example. I thoroughly enjoy my work. I love speaking to an audience. I love working with people one-on-one. I love doing workplace training, recording the podcast. And because of this, I'm never worried about getting something finished. Some people make themselves miserable in the moment because they're just wanting or waiting to be somewhere else. When you stress over impressing people, whether it's at work or anywhere else, you're never going to perform at your best. I listen to people complaining about Mondays 
on Saturday. They say this weekend's not going to be long enough. It's going to be over before you know it. It's over in the blink of an eye. And listen to what you're telling yourself. They can't even enjoy the next two days because they're telling themselves Monday is going to kill them. I look at people's posts on social media and they're complaining, worrying, drawing up horrific futures and just living in doomsday. It's hard to watch. I always tell people to go back to their social media posts. Look at the last 10 entries. How many of them are negative? I do this because it's how I started my mindfulness. Somebody called me out on my shit and I went back and looked and I was like, damn, they're right. So do that for yourself and you'll see what you're putting out there. Listening to people's fears, especially right now, is important. It's very important to acknowledge our ego since it's designed to keep us safe, right? However, staying in that fear isn't safe either. I don't have to tell you what that does to us. The stress alone, even the self-critical thoughts, that prevents us from being in the present moment. Self-worth issues and worries. Again, I'm not good enough, smart enough, skinny enough, attractive enough, and it's usually to do what everyone else is doing or comparing yourself to others. All these thoughts prevent us from the moment. You're not defective. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with you. The only thing wrong is that you're living on society's terms and you were taught to do that. But look around you. Is it really freaking working for them? The people that you see that are successful are not harping on the past. They're hustling in the moment or taking in the moment. I mean, there's times when we need to think things through, planning out important events. Of course, feelings come into play. And feelings are real and they should be acknowledged. Sometimes when we overreact in the moment, it's because it triggers something deeper. Acknowledging the reason behind the behavior is working toward confronting those feelings. It's not dwelling in those feelings. And then, and only then, can we be in solution mode and not complaint or fear mode. When I lose my shit or I become reactive, I stop and I ask myself why. I don't just justify my rage by blaming someone else. I know there's a reason behind that rage. Why does it make me so angry when my son talks back to me? Well, mainly because I was taught that children are to be seen and not heard. So I tend to look at it as disrespect until I tell myself that he's allowed to speak. He's allowed to communicate his own frustrations too. I wasn't allowed to do that and it didn't get me anywhere good. So why on earth would I stop him from doing it? I may ask him to talk in a nicer way. And that being said, I may need to do the same. Being in the moment is trying to understand your feelings and reactions. People worry about money because they learned that they needed to torture themselves. But worrying about money doesn't do anything if all you do is worry. It's about stopping your thought patterns and being more aware so you can actually be amazing in the moment, productive in the moment. And it's not driven by a fear of not being done on time or any kind of timely constraints. It's acknowledging the emotions, you notice them, you're gentle with yourself, and you allow them to be there. Again, that ego of ours is designed to keep us safe. It's we, it's okay to feel these feelings. No one is telling you that being in the moment means that you have to ignore everything you feel. All of the sayings that you hear, be present, be in the moment, just be, and they all mean the same thing. You aren't actually living your life if you're not in the present moment. Anxiety, stress, unhappiness, all examples of not living in the moment. We need conscious awareness. We have to be committed to being in the now. It's all awareness and it starts with self-awareness. It's everything you need to be healthy and happy in your life. 
Believe it or not, it helps us handle pain better and deal with fear and anger better as well. I just think of how easy it is for me to be pulled out of my moments. My phone is probably the biggest distraction. Just hearing the dinging text messages or emails when I'm trying to do something. And sometimes I want to be distracted, so it's not a big deal, but it still takes me out of the moment. So I learned to take a break from it all. And I swear it's the best thing I ever did. I was a prisoner to that device. It wasn't even funny. It's pulling yourself out of that and into the moment. That's the practice. Yeah, I worry. I catch myself. I ask myself, what can I do right now? And I do it or I let it go. I don't wallow in it. And there's so many ways to connect in the present moment. It's just that sometimes we don't want to. We don't know the benefits of it yet. So how can we just stop what we're doing and be present? It's not until you practice and you see the benefits of it that you will change. So let's look at a few ways of how you can do it. So obviously, deep breathing, awareness of your body. What I do with the deep breathing, which we've talked about before, is I do a body scan. And every time I breathe in, I scan my body and I think of all the places that I'm still holding on to tension. So with my next breath on my exhale, I let those areas go. And you can literally do this from head to toe, practicing on one body part at a time. Now, I also remember being in a bad place and what happens when our ego gets stirred and won't actually allow us to think so simply. So when you're in a bad place, you're thinking, oh, all I have to do is breathe. Oh, that's great. You won't exactly feel great about doing it when you're running your patterns in your head. Your ego is going to push back. And that's where you have to learn to talk yourself out of the defeating patterns because they are winning. Your eyes are going to want to roll when you have that happy-go-lucky person standing in front of you telling you to breathe when you feel it's necessary to worry. That's where the self-talk comes in. Another thing I think is exercise. Um, exercise can help, but there's still people that worry during that. You know, one of the things that I found is really good is yoga. That helps you stay present because you're thinking about exactly what you're doing. I keep telling myself I'm going to start practicing Tai Chi. So someone will have to hold me to that. <laughs> Another thing is writing. Writing, whether it's in a journal or your future book or poetry, whatever it is you do, writing helps you stay present. Another thing I do is I, I get out into nature. I take a walk. I look at the trees, everything around me. I'm not thinking. I'm just listening to what I hear, smell, see, feel, and that helps you stay present. Another key is you have to set aside mindfulness time for your day or else you're going to put everything else first. For breathing, I like to set a timer on my phone. So I just sit up wherever I am and I breathe for a minute, something like that. Uh, you know, take a, several deep breaths and I just stay present and then I get back to doing what I was doing. And for meditation, I do have specific times of day. It's usually when I finish my coffee or when sometimes when I first wake up, just sit up and I'll just be in the moment. Even if I'm planning out my day in my mind, I visualize the expectation of the day and I move on. If I can't do it in the morning for some reason, I know that I have to plan it or it's not going to get done. Another thing that you could do is go on YouTube and do more research in this area. Oprah and uh, Eckhart Tolle, Tolle, I think that's how you say his last name. Uh, they have a video called Living in the Present Moment. Look it up if you have time because that can really help you as well. There's daily reminder books like 365 Daily Affirmations. That's by Louise Hay. There's so many things that you can try. Little things. They don't, they don't take up time and they don't require much. 
Remember though, it takes patience with yourself. And of course it takes patience with others during this whole unlearning time, but it's so worth it. You are worth it. Learn to laugh at your ego. That's probably one of the best things I ever did. I laughed at my overthinking. I laughed at my agitation. Really, really helped me. I think that laughing at yourself sometimes really takes the pressure off of the need to be perfect. I remember I used to get so frustrated with people when they would laugh at something about me. (laughs) I would really get angry. But it's very comforting when you can actually laugh at your own little idiosyncrasies. So learn to laugh at your ego. Just as you used to laugh at your parents for always worrying about stuff, right? They over-worried. They had nothing to worry about and uh, they took things way too seriously. Maybe that's you. Bring out that inner child again that used to judge them for the same thing. It's frustrating. It's challenging. But keep telling yourself it's worth it on the other side. Okay, so I said I'm giving away one course for the Lotus Project, which is my mentoring program and it's eight weeks long. And here's how you can win it. All you have to do is take this episode and put it on social media to share it out with your friends and tag me in it. And it could be on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, just share it out. And when I see it, your name will go into a drawing that I will actually go live to pick the winner. Just share the episode, shoot me a message if you don't think I saw it, if I don't acknowledge it, and your name will go into the drawing. On May 1st, I will go live at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to pick the winner. My social media is mariagrandi.llc for Instagram, mariagrandi or Worth in Progress on Facebook, and mariagrandi.llc on Twitter. As always, your feedback is greatly appreciated, and if you can go leave a review on my podcast, that would be fabulous. But more importantly, please share it with anybody you believe it will resonate with. Thanks for listening and remember to be kind to yourself and others because we're all working through something. 